welcome to another episode of the Current and Cast Podcast. This isn't the same old political or review podcast. Instead, this podcast is about current events, sports, technology, life, and yes, whiskey. So, do yourself a favor, pour yourself a good drink, or just imagine yourself doing so, and join us for the next hour or so in Lubbock, Texas. I'm Chad Hasty, and all the way in Nashville, Tennessee. He's Matt Martin, and it's time for another episode of Current and Cask. Matt, yes. how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I, I think I'm yeah. doing great. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I mean, actually, you know, we're what we're drinking today. I I don't think you could be bad doing that. No, uh, t- tonight it's uh, it's all about you, buddy, because this is, I think, one of your favorite uh, drinks. If I had to. Uh, offer that up i think it's you know probably in your your top five just of i guess you could say brands correct yeah this is uh this is one i collect yeah yeah so tell folks what we are what we'll be drinking this evening uh, so we are drinking lagavulin 16 now this is the Ooh. like the base one i mean this is the the one that's kind of most sought after it's the one that wins the awards you know they have some that are more expensive that are less uh less sought after to some extent um but but this is this is it and believe it or not this is it this is the one this is the one that started my whiskey journey really yes when i was this is where you started this is when you were a a a wee matt martin uh in uh trying out a whiskey this was the one that got you hooked so I'd, I'd never really drank whiskey by itself. It's never, and it was never on my radar. And I worked, um, at IPIC theaters. I don't know if, uh, but anyway, it was a, uh, theater that you could sit down, relax. Uh, uh I got to meet, um, Willie Nelson there. I, I got to oh. wait on his table. You know, it was that, you know, a kind of an upper class kind of thing. And uh, the bartender there was from, I believe he was Russian, but uh, he was definitely, you know, that Eastern European of some type. And he thought he was funny and he offered, you know, wanted to offer me some whiskey. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really drink whiskey. He said, no, no, you got to try this. It's it's fantastic. And I think he thought I was going to be like, oh, and it blew my mind. It was, I was like, it's like a you take the essence of every camping, wonderful camping trip you've been on before and you put it in a bottle and you drink it. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is. And, uh, from then on, I've, I've always, uh, I've, I've liked the log of Ulan. You know, as long as I've known you, I've never heard that story before. I never knew that. And what? nor did I ever know that you actually waited on Willie Nelson. You didn't, you didn't know that. No, I did. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, no. you know, uh, now I will tell you this story because just because it's kind of interesting. The other day in our uh, in our little part of the world here, in uh, my liquor store, I got to take some liquor out for a, a, a semi celebrity, Taylor Swift. No, no, not not that big by far. Kid Rock. Really, really, yeah. So Kid Rock was at your store. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So it uh, every now and then we get somebody walks in. 
Um, wow, that's you know, pretty cool. Uh, he's not the only one. I'll, I'll tell you some other no, stories at some point. He's the one who's but... hiding all the blends. No, 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 no. He did not. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. He's never gonna come back to our store. If I, but, but no, he uh, he got wine. That's all he got. It was okay. for it was for his Super Bowl party, I guess. And and I'm thinking, man, he must have a lot of you know women showing up to this if all he's gonna buy is wine. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, he got has expensive all the other wine. stuff at home already. Probably. Yeah. But, I mean, he got some expensive wine, but his, all he bought was wine. I was like, man, he just doesn't... I, I mean, I don't know Kid Rock. I don't know him personally. I, I, you know, didn't have a conversation with him. But yeah. he just doesn't seem like a wine kind of guy to me. So was he in the car? Was he in the vehicle? No, no. He came in. He he pointed out all the wines, oh. and, and we got them together for him, and he we I walked them all out for him. Nice. Yeah. Did you get an autograph or anything? No. No. Did you get your picture I, taken with it? No. No. Okay. I, I just, uh, you know, it's one of those things, apparently, I don't know all the ins and outs of Nashville, but they say that Nashville, we leave our celebrities alone. I'm like, you know, I, I don't I don't want to bother him. I don't want to mess with him, sure. you know, but sure. yeah. we, we want him to feel comfortable coming back. So, uh, so what I'm hearing is you're good friends with Kid Rock now. No, no, no. No. Just, uh took out his beverages that's it yeah it's not i think you're on your way you're well on your way to partying with kid rock at some point you know he could have invited me i mean i'm just saying (laughs) you could have been the bartender you could have uh you could have you know you could have poured drinks for everybody i could have brought some lagavulin and see what he thought about that (laughs) exactly absolutely so lagavulin 16 is uh is what we're uh, drinking Mm. here on uh, current and cask so uh, Matt, uh, cheers to you. Cheers. Yes. And uh, cheers to all of you uh, out there who are uh, listening to the podcast. We appreciate you subscribing and uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, tell your friends about us as well as we uh, continue to grow the podcast and uh, get into uh, different whiskeys and uh, all kinds of uh, so- all kinds of stuff. We, we may branch out to anything that has cask, anything that's put into a cask. Uh, we may uh, dip into that as the uh, as the show uh, continues to grow and uh, and, and we uh, drink more and more and more and uh, Matt starts hanging out with Kid Rock because you, that so, that will change people so, uh, when when you're hanging out with Kid Rock. <laughs> so Chad, you went to go to go buy this today because uh, you know you know we were like uh, you know this sounds great. I mean you brought it yeah. up, so I'm I'm like, yeah. uh, did you did they have any other Lagavulins there available? Uh, they did, they, they had, oh boy. Uh, I know they had the Offerman, the, yeah. uh, the, the Offerman deal. And they the had the, what's that? The eight year. Yes. Yes. They had that one. And then the log of Foolin, the one with the naked uh, woman on it. It's the, it's the one you've got with, uh, like fire on it. Really? They had the Phoenix one. Yes. Cause that's last year's. Yeah, no, I saw that. I saw wow. that one too. Okay, okay. So yeah, that, yeah, one, there, that there one's were, uh, cash strength. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, there, there were a few though. there, and uh, and and so uh, yeah, they 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 had a few in stock and nice. uh, and ready to go. Hey, um, normally the the only ones that they have available are, and and this is of course not in Lubbock. Lubbock actually has a much better selection than we normally do um but the only one we normally have available is the 16 
and I know a lot of places have the 8 and 16, but around here that's about all you get except for right before around Christmas they put the uh, the yearly one, the one that you were talking about with the Phoenix was last yeah. year's. This year was finished in um, uh, uh, um, tequila. Uh, I think it was... Yeah. Uh, Don Julio, I, Don Julio tequila. That's what it was. I was trying to think of of the tequila. It's uh, Don Julio tequila, and um, and then of course the Overman edition. Every now and then you find, um, and then there's um, a which I really enjoyed that one. Uh, when you and I tried that before you left, yeah, uh, we tried that one, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. The Overman, yeah, yeah, the, we did uh, we did one on it. Yeah, and uh, and and so well, we tried it at your house before you packed up all your uh, oh, yeah, all your I did. Uh, liquor. You had to pack that into one U-Haul, and That's right. so uh, uh, so we tried some of that, and, uh, and and I was a fan. And then I I saw I want to say recently it was probably within the last couple of months that they're doing another Offerman edition yeah. this year, and so it's going to be uh, a rum cask finished. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that. that. That's one that I'm looking forward to. Well, so far, my favorite ones have been unfinished, though, because the uh, Offerman edition, Offerman edition, sorry, Offerman edition that uh, we tried on on air not that long ago or on the podcast, um, it was extra charred or something like that, like highly charred barrels, or I don't remember exactly what they called it. But it, it didn't have any finished product on it. And I've found that yeah. with Lagavulin, I like the extra punch of flavor, mm. but sometimes I, I haven't enjoyed as much the finished ones. Right. Anyway, well, let's get right. on with the we'll show. Be, I'm I just yes. uh, just uh, reminiscing on the, Lagavulin here. Sorry. Of course, and uh, those who of you who are new to the podcast, uh, we will get back to the full review, the fuller review. We're, it's not like we're. Uh, and I, and I've heard this from a few folks who I've talked to who really enjoy the podcast and, uh, and they, they like the back and forth. And one thing that I keep getting is we like how you kind of keep it real with the reviews and it's just like a simple, straightforward review and not getting into the, oh, I'm tasting this and this and then and the, the, th sometimes you read these reviews and you're like, I don't know about that. I don't yeah. know if, I, if I'm getting <laughs> all of that or not. Um, you know, I'm sure there are still, there, there are some reviewers who that's, that's what they actually get. We try to keep it kind of just, you know, a little amateur, a little real, and uh, if you're going to like it or not. That's that's basically where we come down. And what you should pay uh, for on, it on normally. Yes. Because, I mean, yes, a lot of times absolutely. some of the ones were like, don't overpay for this. And there's there's a lot of whiskey out there that you can definitely overpay for uh, a lot. That's uh, that, that's out there. Of course, we had the, uh, Matt, we had the Super Bowl uh, this uh, this past week. The that's big true. game, as they like to say, the big game uh, that uh, was this past weekend, and uh, Kansas City taking down San Francisco. Uh, great game, wonderful it was. game. It was a great game, and uh, a lot of uh, we were in uh, my my wife and uh, her family. We were in uh, Las Vegas for the game. You made it into the game. We well no we didn't get into oh, the game. Oh, I, I thought you got uh, it. I no. thought you snuck in. No, no. Uh, they at, at about uh, thirty minutes before kickoff, I I found a I found a deal that said that uh, they were they had uh, someone had found tickets to get into the game for a rock bottom price of forty five hundred dollars a seat. 
Oh man, you were that was uh, what uh, five thousand was the lowest? Uh, no. Well, the the mid range was eight thousand dollars or right. nine thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, the absolute worst seat in the house was eighty five hundred. But uh, oh. yeah, about forty about forty five minutes before the game, uh, they were down to forty five hundred bucks. That's still a little high for me. Yeah, a little high for a lot of people. So we hung out and uh, at the game watching party and and had I, I think probably. As much fun as we would have had uh, at the game. So you and Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes, y'all hung out after the game, right? Yeah, I was hanging out with uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, we're, we go way back. We're uh, we're friends, all that kind of good stuff. And so, uh, no, they. Uh, uh, I did not see Taylor Swift. I did see Peyton Manning. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the the picture of that. Guess yeah. I saw a an autograph of Peyton Manning today. Oh, did you? on a on a bottle apparently yeah. he autographed some of the bottles of uh his whiskey anyway oh, that's okay. neither here nor he there. You, you, you brought up peyton oh. manning you you didn't know yeah. it's called sweeten's cove and it's it's his oh, whiskey okay i've yeah. seen that one yeah. yeah yeah that's his all right i mean well, we're gonna have to try it i don't know all i've right. never had him before i don't think i have uh but yeah no uh saw peyton manning good guy regular guy peyton manning just strolling through Caesar's Palace, uh, carrying his luggage. Did you, did you get a picture with him? Didn't get a picture with him. Didn't get a picture with him. He was, uh, he was, he was, you know, he he was on his way doing Peyton Manning stuff, and so uh, yeah. But it was kind of cool. One guy, and I don't know if he was joking. I don't know if he was trolling, but he yelled out, "Hey, Eli!" And I just you wanted to smack the guy because come on. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't call him the wrong name. Who are you? Come on. Uh, but no, I saw him. Uh, also got, uh, I saw Aaron Jones, who at first I did not know who he was. Uh, but in, 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 in my defense, nobody uh, knew who he was uh, at the NFL experience until he put his name up on the big screen. And then we went, oh, okay. Oh, and see, I, I didn't know who he was either. I had to look him up. Oh, he plays for Green Bay. Yeah, and, I, I found uh, that. It's, it's, but, but when you yeah. talk about uh, NFL players and you're at a game for uh, the Chiefs versus the 49ers, I'm thinking, okay, I can't think of any Chiefs. I can't think of any 49ers with those names. Yeah, well, no, they wouldn't be at the NFL experience. Like, these were guys signing autographs and doing Q&As and all that kind of stuff. These these are the, uh, the players who, oh, you almost made it. You... <laughs> You, you almost made the Super Bowl, but at least you're here. At least you get to hang out in Vegas for a little bit. Yeah, but most of them didn't have the money for a suite or anything. No, the uh, that the it was pretty expensive. It was a little expensive, and then I'm trying to think, uh, like anything related to the NFL was just crazy expensive. Uh, like at the NFL Experience which uh, I really enjoyed and uh, also got my uh, picture next to the Vince Lombardi trophy. So uh, now oh, I've had I saw my picture, that picture with the, too. That's a great, great picture. Yeah. I've had my picture with the Lombardi trophy, the Stanley cup and uh, the uh, major league baseball's uh, championship trophy. And which, nobody cares about basketball. So you're good. Exactly. Who cares about the NBA? So uh, I've, I've gotten it with the big three. So I'm pretty happy right, about trifecta. that. Yeah, uh, but at the uh, so my in-laws, I think they got hungry during the uh, during the NFL experience, and they went to go get uh, a little, little little snack, a little snack, a little pick me up, 
I think they said that they got two bags of chips, maybe like uh, like two other like small just snacks, and then some water, and it came out to like a hundred bucks. That's not even baseball game prices there. No, yeah, I mean, we're that's in insane. Super Bowl, baby. That that's Super Bowl. way way more. <laughs> oh yeah, and people are paying it too. I I can't tell you how much Vegas and the NFL made uh, off of that game. But it was it was well done, and I'll say this about Vegas, uh, it, and I heard from many uh, many people actually who were there, who said they should host this thing every single year, and I think what you're going to end up seeing is that you're going to see this kind of this loop where it goes Arizona, Las Vegas, New Orleans, and they'll mix in L.A. from time to time, but I it, don't be surprised if in the future you see Las Vegas every three years as a Super Bowl location. Yeah, but don't they have to have a new stadium to do that? So, you know, after a certain amount of time, they'll have to rebuild a stadium, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it, they, it's brand new already. So they, they, well, they right now it is. Yeah. But, I mean, they're just the way they're able to move people and the security. I mean, it's a city that's built upon big events, so they can handle it, whereas a lot of other cities really can't. So let me ask you this. Did you go see the... Uh, the dome thing that has all the, the videos, you know, I'm talking about like the, the one that turns into like an eyeball and stuff. The sphere. Yeah. yeah the sphere. Uh, with uh, Yeah. The, the, you two's there right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we didn't, we didn't actually, we didn't have a chance to go to one of the events at the sphere, but you can't miss it. I mean, anywhere you drive in Vegas, you're, you're going to see the sphere. So yeah, we saw it. Uh, it was very cool. It was a very cool uh, piece of technology. I mean, uh, I think you'll see probably others of these things pop up in different cities. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So it was good. It was good, you know, and uh, did uh, did well with a little bit of the betting. I did not gamble uh, as far as regular gambling because, uh, for me, I'm way too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> right and the minimums were way too high for me to uh, for me to do uh any of the games oh, did all the minimums go up for loss for uh super bowl two just stupid yes i mean one i had never seen during the day the casinos that full i mean it was like a friday saturday night from thursday in you know during the middle of the day onwards i mean it was just packed and uh, at one of the places on Fremont Street that I like to uh, go to because it's cheap, cheap gambling, uh, where they usually have a craps table for $5, maybe 10 if they really want to shock people uh, and make some money, the table minimum was 25 bucks. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. Uh, done before place, you even start. I'll place my, I'll place my game bets and then I do my... Uh, do my uh, prop bets, and that's that'll be about it. So, what did you walk away with? Positive, negative? What'd you walk away with? Uh, positive. I think we were positive, and then our, our luggage got lost and got sent to the wrong place. And oh, so, that's not surprising. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it was. It really wasn't shocking because of uh, how how we had to do things. So it really wasn't Southwest fault or anything. They did a great job. We got the luggage the very next day. And, uh, they had, uh, they, they had said, we can either bring it to your house or you can come back up to the airport and you can pick it up and we'll give you a $150, uh, 
uh, flight voucher. And we we're like, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's we're good. Yeah. yeah One hundred fifty dollar sure. flight voucher. That's uh, that'll get you somewhere with Southwest. Yeah, exactly. And then for all of us, it actually came out to about three hundred dollars uh, worth of vouchers. So you know, it's uh, we kept winning even after we lost Vegas. Uh, left Las Vegas, we kept winning. Ah, uh, sorry, I just took a drink. It's all right. Nothing wrong with that. And then uh, my wife, she uh, she tore it up on the uh, the blackjack tables. Ah, uh, what was the minimum there? She went to a couple of different places to play. Uh, I don't know. Like, I know at one point she was playing at with like at the high rollers table, <laughs> and yeah, and then uh, and then she went to. Uh, some of the uh, some of the less expensive hands uh, uh, where you could uh, and she did very well there. So uh, you married well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was good. It was uh, it was very good, but uh, a lot of fun. If you ever get a chance to. And I'm saying those of you listening, if you ever get a chance to go to a uh, NFL experience, Super Bowl uh, type deal, do it. Have fun. It's uh, it's worth it. I mean, I would love to go. I just, oh man, I just think the eye-watering amount of money that flowed in that place. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, they they made one. They set record a record amount of sports betting. They made a record amount, which makes sense. Yeah, and then a buddy of mine who uh, knows some folks in Vegas said it was basically like uh, NFR which is like the, uh, you know, the rodeo weekend that they have in Vegas on steroids. <laughs> so it, they said they just made, it was just so much money that was, uh, that was dropped at, at, in Las Vegas. I mean, that city made so much money that weekend. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, the, the only, the only other crazy story is that, uh, my wife's, uh, my wife's dad, uh, my father-in-law got stuck in an elevator. Oh yeah, I saw that on your uh, on your ex. Yeah, yeah, he got stuck in an elevator uh, on <laughs> one night at a uh, steakhouse. So he's got a story forever now. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd be telling that story forever. And, oh, and absolutely. I'm just saying, Kid Rock would have been in there with me. And here's the Whether deal: whether he was there or not, he, my story would have said somebody famous would have been in there with me. Here's the deal. I kind of feel bad for him because he didn't get anything for it. Like they, they I thought they would have bought his meal or, or given him a free night, something, something like that. He didn't get anything. And, uh, I, but, uh, I got a free glass of wine out of it. Uh, those of us who were waiting on the outside, we got free drinks, but, uh, the guy who actually got stuck in the elevator didn't get anything. Yeah. Like, come on. What's that? What's well, that about? Did he get stuck by himself? Yeah, he got stuck by himself. Oh, that that'd suck. Yeah, he was. No, from he now took on, it pretty well. From now on, Taylor Swift yeah. was in there with him. Oh yeah, yeah. He was hanging out with. I don't think he would want to hang out with Taylor Swift uh, in the elevator. No, but there's Swifties that would just die about that story. That would be a story. That would be something. Absolutely. Okay, Peyton, he was hanging Peyton out with Manning. Patrick Mahomes. Peyton Manning was in there <laughs> he with, was with him. Peyton Manning. Yeah. He's with Peyton Manning in the uh, in the elevator. Just pick it up, and everyone will believe it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Who's gonna say fine. he's a liar? He's got pictures of being stuck in an elevator. That's true. That's true. And who would lie about that? 
Exactly. Hey, uh, let's see. Uh, moving on from that, uh, the the Apple Vision Pro. Matt, have you been doing any research? Any uh, any any uh, any looks at the uh, Apple Vision Pro? Yeah, I know that uh, we've talked about it a couple times, and I, I guess so. For a while, it seemed like it was kind of not that good, but now people are saying it's fantastic. I don't know. What is it? Well, I've got a uh, I've got an article here, and I really like this uh, th- this article because it kind of goes into. The, uh, the the good and and what could happen with this, and it's uh, written uh, from this is from Newsbusters, okay, okay, and it's uh, it's actually written by Ben Shapiro uh, oh. over at the uh, Daily Wire. Wow, I mean that's, I mean you can't get anybody better than that as far as conservative media goes. Yeah, he said this week I tried out the Apple Vision Pro. That's the device you've been seeing on the news, the bulky, unwieldy headgear. The bizarre images of people attempting to manipulate the air in front of them. Some people even driving, uh, like looking like they're from Star Trek. It's extraordinary. It's a piece of technology. I've never seen anything like it. It takes apps on your phone and places them in the world around you, and you can pin them in various rooms in your home. It essentially makes televisions extraneous. It allows you to post lists of groceries on your refrigerator. It allows you to speak with people in real time while navigating the real world. The graphics are in the early stages, but they're just as mind-boggling. One app called Encounter Dinosaurs introduces you to a prehistoric landscape complete with dinosaurs. Uh, I said, remember how terrible the 3D uh, movie 3D is? It's nothing like that. This is totally immersive and reacts to you. So what does this mean? On a raw level, it means that entertainment like movies and gaming will be leagues better than anything now available. Uh, you'll be fighting with a lightsaber uh, like Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. You'll be surfing waves along with Kelly Slater. You'll be in landscapes far from your office or cubicle. You can already seat yourself in the midst of a nature uh, landscape near Mount Hood, complete with soundscapes and a full 360-degree view. But as technology progresses, it means something far more dangerous. And this is where I agree with it. The, uh, this, this, this is where I agree. This could be very, very dangerous for for society, Matt. The uh, transformation of human relations. Uh, he says, why? Because right now everyone knows that you're engaging in a mixed reality. After all, you look like an idiot uh, wearing around scuba gear in broad daylight. But presumably, the technology will get smaller and less obtrusive. It's not hard to foresee a future when people will have all the same capabilities and more, but projected onto a contact lens type technology. And when that happens, everything will change. Imagine walking around, being able to access answers uh, to any question by referring to chat GPT without anyone knowing you're doing so. Or imagine a shared reality in which everyone wearing the technology sees filters projected by others so that normal human appearance disappears, corrected by the technology toward an unobtainable goal. Uh, Imagine an even more dystopian world in which Apple or another major corporation controls exactly what you see and hear by barring certain content or mandating certain language. The world of supplemented reality can open new vistas, can also become jet fuel for human frailty and sin, same way smartphones have been. Imagine children growing up with such technology removed from the normal consequences of life, thinking they're uh, trophied by AI superpower, never having experienced the difficulty and beauty of normal human relationships. And, well, and, and, and I think that's where we're heading, dude. I, well, I really do with this. With this piece of technology, because what everyone says about it is that already 
you, you can get lost in it. Well, here was the but, thing. Uh, when, when you were talking about it, I, I'm thinking we already have a society where it says that if you want to be a female, you're a female. Right. If you want to be uh, something else, you can be something else. So I can see where, uh, you know, they would have. Uh, like like it was saying, you know, you create an avatar and boom, that's what everybody sees, not who you yes. really are. They see this avatar. Right. And you see other people as that avatar. You right. see other people that way when you come across them and you, you know, and, and see, here's the deal. I mean, you already have a generation of kids who have grown up addicted to uh, Snapchat and Instagram and all these things where. They're always competing for the likes and trying to get more hearts and all this kind of stuff. So where it's, and especially for young girls, it's really hurt them. And it, it, it is, it is, it is, you know, uh, uh, you know, cause depression uh, to go up and everything else. Just imagine a world where you can just change it all uh, by putting on a pair of glasses. You could change it all Screw and it. have a new reality. No, no, no. Uh, in the long run, you're going to have it installed into your eyeball. Uh, yeah, but I mean, come on. But it, if if you could just put on a, a you know a pair of glasses or contacts and have a new world, all of a sudden you know where you plug into a new world and you can forget about the current crappy world that you live in, uh, it's gonna it's it's gonna cause more depression. It's gonna be it's gonna cause more people uh, just to be isolated. And uh, I think it is. It it, it can be very dangerous. Oh yeah, I mean, um, you look at the what you have right now with just Instagram. Um, these females look at these Instagram faked pictures, and they can never reach that goal because, I mean, honestly, it's fake. Well, it's that, but it's also nobody posts the the real world on Instagram or on Facebook because when you do, uh, people will post. Well, we don't want to hear about your. We don't, we don't want to hear about, uh, you know, don't air your garbage. Don't air your trash on social media. We only want to see the good things. We only want to see uh, when you're on vacation or uh, you live in the good life. No one wants to see when your car's broken down and you ha you're having a bad day and the, you know, baby threw up on you and everything else. No one wants to see that on, on Instagram. They want to see you living it up and having a great life. And so you get these people who think that's, that's how everyone lives and, uh, it's, it's going to change reality for a lot of folks. That being said, I still want the, the Apple stuff at some point. <laughs> so you're all in. I'm all in. Yeah. Well, I'm not all in cause I'm not going to drop 3,500 bucks on, oh, uh, yeah, the, the scuba gear, the Apple that's scuba. Crazy. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money for Apple scuba, but, uh, at some point, yeah, I, I can absolutely see where it's going to be very cool. If you can separate yourself from that world. And go. I know I'm not. I know this isn't real. And you can separate yourself from it. But again, there are going to be people who want to get lost in that uh, in that fake world. Okay, Chad. But just remember this: it's less than a single Super Bowl ticket. That's true. That's the, that is true. Yeah. And you can look. You can watch the Super Bowl as if you were there. Yeah, I know. Potentially. And see, that's where that's again. That's where we're heading. Is that you're going to be able to. They're going to have an app and it's going to be expensive, but you're going to be able to have a seat like you're in the game. That'd be fantastic. Then you're inside the stadium and that's going to be amazing to see. Yeah. That's the technology I want. 
Uh, I'm that, there for that. That. And the, that and the dinosaur technology to have dinosaurs you, walking around. Yeah, my wife would be there too. She loves dinosaurs. If she could just watch them walking around, I think she might go spend the $3,500 now if you brought that up. So keep that yeah, to yourself. See, I, didn't, I had no idea that she liked dinosaurs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. she we loves do, dinosaurs. We, oh. Again, you, you give me the dinosaur, uh, whatever the app is, the dinosaur thing. Uh, I'll put on the scuba gear and I'll watch dinosaurs walking around me. I think that'll be awesome. It's like, can I feed the dinosaur? Can I do that? So can you drive with the scuba gear on? So uh, there are videos of people driving with the scuba gear. But here's what I've heard is that the screens themselves, like when you pan a screen in front of you or whatever. Yeah. When you are, when you're walking, you actually walk through the screen. So it's like pinned to an exact location. Right, exactly. So all these uh, all these videos that are out there of people who are walking around and pinching things in the air and everything else, like that's that's apparently those are fake. Ah, because it doesn't move with you. It it is stationary in that area. I mean, surely somebody's going to come up with a program that'll move with you, though. Yeah, exactly. No, that that'll be next. That that'll be like in the uh, Apple uh, Apple Pro two where you can uh, walk around with it and everything. This will be $4,500. Yeah. No, it'll, I, I think it'll become less expensive. I don't if know. I had the to iPhone guess, is not becoming less expensive. That's true. It's not, but it's uh, it's something where uh, I'll say that if they can get it down to $2,000, I think more people would be all in. If they could get it down to two grand. I think people would uh, would, would, would go all in. That's probably it. true because, I mean, I paid $1,500 for my phone. Right. See, and but it, but they would have to make big improvements on it because right now, the speakers are on the outside of it, so everyone hears what you're doing uh. and they hear what's going on. <laughs> That's yeah. great. That's what they don't tell you. The speakers are on the outside. Uh huh. That's what you get. That apparently it's those, very those, heavy on your face. Those perverts won't get away with much without other people knowing. No, they're not going to. Yeah, the porn apps are not going to work out very well for. Uh, uh, for the uh, people uh, on the uh, Apple Vision uh, Pro One right now, that's funny. No, no, that's not going to work out. Uh, but I, I think if they could get it down to two thousand, I could see two thousand dollars. I think people would pay that. Probably. I mean, I could see that. I mean, I I might pay. Oh, I'll say that. I. It, it would have to be very, very tempting at that point. I'll put it that way. I mean, it, it would it, it be becomes very much for me. more tempting at two thousand dollars. Yeah, it'd be very tempting for me at two grand. It, it would be, it would be very tempting <laughs> to to say, okay, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I want it. But you look at, you know, you look at the price of uh, of Apple's, you know, Macs and their MacBooks. You know, again, if you could say you can do everything with this that you can do on your MacBook as far as, you know, computing or whatever, uh, then you can justify the, the $2,000 price tag. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't think, I just think about what you can do on a desktop computer with all of that compared to what you can do on a phone or a laptop or a tablet. I don't see how they get the graphical capabilities into that without a very large amount of processing and a lot of heat that's going to come off of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. at some point, yes, but right now, I mean, I don't think they're, I don't, I don't know if it's there. 
No, I think I still think it's probably about five to about five years away from being something that is widely widely used. Yeah, but then again, I look back at the uh, the Google Glass. That was kind of what they were going for, and they failed at it, and they had they to, to scrap it. So yeah. I mean, maybe Apple just, Apple started uh, Google Glass. They tried to be very very small. Maybe with Apple starting big, they can shrink it down and they can get people involved. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the plan. I think that's what they're uh, what they're sort of looking for uh, on uh, on that front. But yeah, at some point I'll be all in. I'm sure. Uh, Tesla, the Tesla truck. Have you seen any of the uh, Tesla uh, Tesla Cybertrucks rolling I've, around Nashville? No, I have not seen one in person. I've seen a lot of videos about people and they throw rocks at them and you know everything else, but wow, not that's got root. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's it's they're testing it. They test it because you know. Oh, they, okay. They threw something at the window and it broke at and the dent and whatever during the the test before they became actually out with uh, yeah. Elon Musk kind of embarrassed Elon Musk there. So now they're doing those kind of tests on on videos and they're they're not getting dents or anything. It's, it's pretty impressive. Mm. Uh, so I saw one in Las Vegas and it was kind of ugly. Uh, well, they I'm, are I'm ugly. not a fan of the cyber truck. They're yeah. absolutely ugly. The, uh, but apparently according to who is a CBS, uh, there are some cyber truck users or owners are complaining that their new vehicles are rusting. Yeah. Already. I read that. Uh, what? That's couldn't, not good. Couldn't they have just put a clear coat on it? You would think so. I mean, the DeLorean had a, a stainless steel body, and it doesn't rust. Why is this one rusting? Yeah, and, and again, I can't, on the pictures that I've seen, I can't tell if it's rust or if it's just dirt. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to, because these are posted on an online forum, and who knows. Well, but it, it looks to me that, uh, I don't know if this is rust or not. Well, they said that, uh, from what I read... That they're they're going to have a, a coating that they put on them, but they haven't started doing that yet. Yeah. Uh, for six thousand dollars, Tesla offers a wrap uh, for the truck in a black or white paint film, which the company says covers all exterior stainless steel surfaces and protects against scratches. According to its website, a clear paint film is available for five thousand dollars. Oh, see there, you could you could get that. I mean, if you paint that how much, hot the, uh, if you paint that how much hot already, the outside of that truck is going to get a hot. I can't <laughs> wait to see the summer, like when summer comes and they're cooking eggs on top of it. Cooking eggs? Forget that. I'll throw a uh, ribeye on top of the Tesla. <laughs> some bacon oh. sizzling. Oh, man. A ribeye and some shrimp. Sure. Why not? I think it's going to be fantastic. You, you get a, a grill and a truck. That's true. Uh, you got your stainless steel right there. Yeah, the uh, sport utility vehicle, which starts at $57,390, uh, with uh, costs all the way up to $96,000. First delivered to customers in December. Just two months later, buyers are posting images on social media showing orange rust spots appearing on the EV's exterior. And in some cases, after driving it in the rain, oops. Yep. Would you be mad if your ninety-six thousand dollars truck had uh, rust spots on it? 
No, because I would be hitting my head against the wall for being stupid and saving $5,000 on the clear coat. Well, they're, they're now the clear just, just now offering it, you know? Well, but still, I mean, it's you're, you spend 97 whatever thousand dollars on a truck, get the upgrades. Yeah, yeah, you would think they would. You would think so. Hey, we've got a, an update on uh, it only uh, the the only fan mom that's out there in Florida. Oh yeah, they're the one hey, that uh, uh, couldn't take her kid to school or whatever. Uh, had to like walk yeah. home, walk home from a certain distance. Yeah, the uh, seven, uh, seventh grader remembers a bunch of kids huddled around him to shield him when he said he looked up Piper Fawn in his Orlando area school. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Piper Fine is the only fan's name of Michelle Klein, a mother of two at Liberty Christian Preparatory School. She had a decal on her car advertising her account, which some students had reportedly seen. Oh, really? Quote, the, uh, the whole kid mom thing was kind of the hot topic at the moment. It was like, uh, what are we conversing about? Said, one student who USA Today is not naming at the request of his guardian, a few days later he was expelled. He said the administrators told him it was because he looked up Piper Fine. Expelled. Yeah, that was in October of 2023, nine weeks into his second year at the school. Months later, several more kids would be expelled uh, over an unraveling dispute about the sticker on Klein's car promoting her website. Klein's two kids were expelled after she spoke to the media about being asked to park off campus. Another mother, Lexi Thomas, complained about the sticker on TikTok leading to her six kids being expelled. In the end, nine kids were yanked from their school year. Wow. For the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, Kate Wheeler, a grandmother and guardian of a seventh grader who looked up Piper Fine, said... His expulsion, which she did not provide proof of, has been a blessing in the skies confirmed by how the school handled the controversy. Quote, I feel bad for Michelle. I feel bad for Lexi. They've experienced what, what they've experienced in the school is unfair to their children. I feel bad for the kids. What have they done? They're just innocent kids. Yeah, their kids are the ones you should feel sorry for. Because yeah, you know I, those I kids that were for Michelle. Those kids that were looking it up were telling yeah. the kids exactly what they were seeing. Yeah, I don't feel bad for uh, Piper Fawn. I feel bad for her kids. Those are the only kids I feel bad for. Yeah. Because they didn't ask for this. No. No, and, and they're uh, not looking up their own mom's name or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, she and her husband got into making sexually explicit content for fun, then started making a bit of extra money on it on OnlyFans. June, uh, soon, she said, she started making so much money it replaced her work as a hairdresser. Yeah, so she was a hairdresser before. Uh-huh. She uh, said that she put decals promoting her OnlyFans page on her and her husband's car two years ago as they decided to go all in with the side hustle. Klein knew at the time it was a risk, but said she had received, uh, and asked, she said that if she had received pushback immediately, she may have backed down, but uh, she did not back down. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so her kids didn't get expelled until after she, uh, she made a big stink media. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see the uh, the board again. Private school here, so they can do what they want. Uh, says pornography is a sexual sin that destroys lives, breaks up marriages, young men, especially vulnerable. Uh, we ask you to remove the advertisement or park off site. We hope this loving confrontation would cause you to reconsider and repent of these sins. The letter also mentioned Klein's appearances in the media. Klein said she would understand why some might find it offensive, but doesn't believe it's wrong. So she just does it with her husband. Well, I'm uh, doing the same thing every other married woman does. I'm just adding a camera to it. Yeah. That's just... No. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah. yeah. So, uh, nine kids have been, uh, have been expelled so far. That's actually a lot of kids for one incident. It certainly is. Yeah. That's a lot of kids. Absolutely. But, uh... Yeah, we'll we'll continue to follow the uh, the 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 uh, twist and turns of the uh, the OnlyFans mom uh, there in Florida. Yeah, well, maybe her kids will end up at a new school. Who knows? Oh well, uh, hopefully it's not a private Christian school because she's going to go through no. the same crap again if they do. Yeah, exactly, exactly right, Matt. What are we? What have we been drinking this evening? Well, I've been drinking some Lagavulin sixteen. And, uh, as I said, that's, this is kind of the whiskey that got me into it. And I, I say it like this, if, uh, you can imagine what it's like, the, the smell of sitting beside a fire and that fireplace, and you put that into a drink, that's what you get with this. Uh, there's a lot of peat, a lot of smoke. Um, it's not really sweet. It, it, it doesn't have a lot of sweetness. I, I think that for me, the uh, Lagavulin, uh, the Offerman edition, had a little bit of sweetness, may have been a little more rounded. This one is like very much on the smoke end, more, might have a little brininess to it. And, um, and it really doesn't have hardly any kind of sweetness or, or a lot of other flavors to it. But as far as like everything else, it really is. If you, you smell a campfire and put that into your tongue instead of through your nose, that's what you get with this. That's interesting because I do get some sweetness on this one. Well, it's probably because I was uh, eating candy beforehand. No, uh, okay. Well, there. You, I, I don't know. I, I get uh, a you know, not... Uh, it, not like some of the ones that we've had before, but uh, right, I do get a little bit of. I, I get some sweetness on there. Obviously, you've got the the smoky that uh, that that you get with uh, with Lagavulin, but uh, no, I I get some sweetness uh, there and uh, a, a nice long finish too. It's a nice long finish. You also get a little spice on there. Um, not yeah. it's not hot as in like you you know like the Kentucky hug. It's going to burn you. It just has uh, some some of the spicy notes that you get from maybe like a rye or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and again, this is kind of the, I guess you could say one of the the, the ultimate when it comes to uh, Lagavulin, the Lagavulin sixteen. It's uh, I think what did you say, Matt, last time the the big star of the show when it comes to Lagavulin. Yeah, I mean Lagavulin sixteen has won awards almost every year for being one of the top PD whiskeys uh peated whiskeys uh it wins almost every year so if you're looking for one that's kind of 
Now, this one is a little more expensive than some of the other peated whiskeys, but if you're looking for one that really rises to the top, um, it's fairly easy to find. I think uh, you said you paid about $90, and I think I paid $90 for mine, but I know here, around here, when I've seen it, it's been closer to $110, $115. But anyway, you look at it, it's, it's not an inexpensive whiskey. There are other peated whiskeys that are less expensive, but this is kind of what all of them are striving to be. Yeah. Uh, is is this something that is uh, a, a rare find or something that should be easy for people to find? Uh, it's, it's according to where you live. Like when we were in Texas, I saw it all the time. I mean, Specs nearly always had it available and other places had it available, as well as some of the offshoots, like the 8, uh, always available, and, and other ones. On the other hand, here, it's very allocated. Uh, our store got three or four cases uh, around the Christmas time. We're already almost out. We can't get any more. So it lasted for about three months, maybe tops, and we're going to be completely out of it, and we won't get any more until the uh, the distributor gets some from... Um, from, I, I'm not sure who imports it, but whenever they send it over. And so if they do that every six months, then I would say four months out of the year, it's easy to find two months. It's not, I, I don't know kind of how often they come in, but in Texas, I never had a problem finding it. Oh, and again, uh, this is, uh, this is, you know, where, where would you rank this when it, when it comes to peatiness and, because I know you're a big fan of some of the PD uh, uh, scotches and whiskeys out there. Where, where would you rank this uh, as far as you know PDness goes? So on a on a PD scale, I'd probably put it as far as the ones that I've had. I'd probably put it about an eight, and yeah. I put it there because I've had some that are a little more PD than this. Maybe not quite as uh, rounded as this one. Definitely not as old as this one. This one's a 16 year. But uh, as far as peat, uh, the more years you have, it kind of some of the peat kind of wears off during that time in the in the oak. So some of that's just going to be left behind. You get a log of in eight, you're probably going to get a little more peat in that. That being said, I, I still think this is the one that they kind of strive for because there can be a, a such thing as too much peat. Right. All right. So. Go out and uh, pick yourself up a uh, bottle of Lagavulin 16. It should be, uh, man, I think it's one of those that should be in, uh, you know, everyone's bar uh, just to have. And I uh, mean, it's, know, it's cool. now there are people out there that just do not like Pete. And absolutely, you but I still like think it's it. one of those good to have. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I can't see if you, if you don't like Pete, I can't see why you would keep it though. I mean, well, you know, if you're trying to build up your bar, if you're trying to build yeah, up your collection, have friends that come over and want to let them try sure, it. Stuff like sure. That. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be, uh, that, that would be a, a reason to have it, uh, if you know, but again, you know, it's one of those that, uh, you know, definitely go and try, definitely try and see, uh, if you like it. And it's one where uh, I can tell you that it took me a couple of times to, to try it, to actually get into, some of the more smoky, peaty uh, type of whiskeys. And so, uh, you know, even if you don't like it the first time you've tried it, where you, you're like, eh, I don't know about this, 
go back because your taste does change. People's taste, you know, it it changes all the time. Like there was a, there was a time, I think we talked about the last time we did this uh, podcast. There was a time where I was really in rye whiskeys, like really uh, into rye. And right now I'm not, (laughs) you know, but there's still still some very good rye whiskeys and I've got some, uh, but I just, I'm not as into them as I used to be. Yeah. So, Although you your know, uh, midwinter change. night dram is actually a rye whiskey, I know, I know, it's very good. It doesn't necessarily taste like a rye, right? Like your yeah, standard that's, rye flavors. That's that's very true. That's very true, and yeah. I can't find any more of that. Uh, oh, you know, oh, for a good price. You didn't. Uh, nothing came through for you this year. No, no, nothing I mean, came through. I, I. I was able to buy it if I wanted to, but two eighty five was the best price I could get on it. Yeah, I know that's that, crazy. That's too much. Yeah, I'm not. I'd rather, I'd rather buy the, uh, the 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 Apple Scuba Gear. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of Current and Cask with Chad HD and Mad Martin. Reach out to us on social media. You can find me on X at Chad Hasty Radio. You can find Matt, too, at Matt Martin Radio on the X. And as always, you can email us at caskerspod at gmail.com. That's caskerspod at gmail.com. And I invite you also to download the Chad Hasty Show podcast available anywhere you get your podcast from. Enjoy life and cheers.